0: Hey, it's the Left Coasters Podcast. I'm Dangles. I'm
1: Brian. And I am Tony. And you can find the Left Coasters on Facebook as well as Instagram at the Left Coasters Podcast. Always hit us up with your comments and your questions and we will get them on the show. Thank you for listening. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to week three of the Left Coasters podcast. My name is Tony Cavall. I'm with Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio. I'm with Brian, the ballerina Balzarini. And this is the show where we're going to do gravestones. We're going to do pick them, and we have a fun little game we're going to play in this recap section. But if you want to hear about the once every four years inaugural meeting of the Battle for Los Angeles between the Los Angeles Chargers and the Los Angeles Rams, you can look in our archives on SoundCloud, the Left Coasters podcast. There's also a link to it on our Instagram page, the Left Coasters podcast on our Facebook page, The Left Coasters Podcast. The Battle for Los Angeles episode is up, and oh boy, is it a doozy. It's a half hour of all L.A., all the time, all football. Now is more of our regular show, The Regular Left Coasters Podcast. We're going to break it all down, and we have a new, a new leader in the Pick'Em Challenge, and it might just be someone who is very happy to be sitting here. But let's go on to this recap section, because we have two weeks that have passed so far. Two weeks, two ties. Two weeks, Two ties. It's insanity. We're not going to talk about those tied teams right now. Instead, we're going to talk about the teams that have started off exactly the way you're supposed to. We have seven, count them, seven 2-0 teams. I'm going to list them off for you right now. And Matthew Dangles, Angel Antonio, Brian the Ballerina, Balzarina. you're going to tell me which one of these seven 2-0 teams is not for real. Which one's going to drop off the face of the earth? Are you guys ready for these teams? Let's, Let's do it. it. Okay. The NFC is easy. It has two the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and your Los Angeles Rams. The AFC boasts five 2-0 teams, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Miami Dolphins, the Denver Broncos, the Cincinnati Bengals, and Bryans, Jacksonville Jaguars. My question to you guys is, and I'm going to start off with Brian, which one of those 2-0 teams is not for real? I'm sad to say this because
2: it it, it it by de facto means I have faith in the Denver Broncos which I fucking don't. Uh it's the Miami Dolphins unfortunately. I think the Miami Dolphins are not for real only because what I see in their schedule. They beat Tennessee 27-20 and they lost or they 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 beat the New York Jets 20 yep. to 12. Yep. I I don't think those are great Testaments to your to your ability to go to the playoffs to to win. You I can just, only beat us on your schedule. Though. I, I'm very happy though for Ryan Tannehill. He looks yes. like the real deal, and Adam Gase looks solid. So I'm I'm hopeful that they will. I just don't have a lot of faith in their track record, and I, uh, I I'm just not confident. So out of
1: all those teams, that's the one you think is going to fall from grace. I do. Okay. 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 And I they know. haven't yet played the New York or the New England Patriots. So well, they that's, still got two games against them. You're absolutely exactly. correct. I am uh, personally uh, I lo- I don't love my Emmy. I did not think they were going to be as good as 2-0, but there is a team that I killed off on this very first show in Gravestones and I still think they are an utter shit team and I think they got two very lucky victories in the way the schedule came out and that's the Cincinnati Bengals. Everyone is talking about how great that offense is and how they have three stellar wide receivers and Tyler Eifert's back. I just think they got two cupcakes in the schedule. Baltimore came out so flat on Thursday, gifted Cincinnati a second win in a row. I don't think the Bengals are as good as 2-0. That's the team I'm going to go to the grave with saying they're falling from grace the fastest dangles which 2-0 team is dead the tampa bay buccaneers oh, as much as really? it breaks my heart to say
0: it because wow. i have loved watching ryan fitzmagic fitzpatrick the last two weeks Not on the train, as much huh? as anybody That's else by the way kudos to florida's football teams going 2-0 all three of them in the first two weeks of Very the true. nfl season I, I look this has been fun to watch and i tip my cap to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for going to New Orleans week one and beating the Saints and then going back home and hosting the defending Super Bowl champions and beating them as well. Here's the thing both of those games were A, very high scoring, and B, one score games. Uh, That tells me, which is something that I think we've all known about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, especially its secondary, which is that it's putrid. Mm -hmm. And eventually, I think the wheels are going to come off. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, the story of this man's career, is hot cold. He is the textbook definition of streaky. This kind of performance cannot last and I just don't know that Jameis Winston is gonna be able to pick up the pieces when he Fitzpatrick finally peters out. That's gonna be a problem. And is
1: the Jameis coming back is gonna be a weird situation in that locker room. I'm interested to see how it plays out. I'm
2: I'm calling it now. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is gonna be our this year's case Keenum. You think so? I think it's going and to th- be. That's
0: an interesting point that you make because I was going to say like we had this moment last year where we were all just kind of like, okay, like when is the tr- f- is wheels going to fall off for yeah. real? Yes. Like, are we going to do this with yeah. Case Keenum? And and it, we just kept asking that question. He just kept performing. He kept performing. I, I think there's a there's a potential for a good chance of that. Uh, we don't even have, like, a good side of Case Keenum. Like, at least there's some yes. good tape of Ryan Fitzpatrick out there. There was no good tape He's of Case Keenum out He's fine wine,
2: there. and I think he is maturing <laughs> at age 35, this
1: Harvard graduate. I think it's his time
2: because I think this is the team that he has been meant to. To, and, and groomed. There to, are playmakers to, to, to everywhere. Lead.
1: I will say this about the Tampa Bay game. I did watch this last one uh, intently. Uh, the first play of the game, they came out play action to Sean Jackson, 80-yard touchdown. I mean, that's not going to happen every game. They also had a play to O.J. Howard that was like a 15-yard dump-off. O.J. made one guy miss and ran it 80 yards for the score. Those type of plays are not going to happen every game. Granted, great offenses make great plays. There's a playmakers. You're absolutely right, but I don't think that those big-ass plays are going to happen every time. They still don't have a good running game in Tampa Bay they still have some trouble but you can't deny they're 2-0 now let's turn it around and let's attack these 0-2 teams. There are also seven 0-2 teams. And I want you to tell me, because Dangles pulled up an interesting stat here. Dangles, you want to read this off real fast about 0-2 teams? Yeah,
0: I heard this on Monday Night Football, and I thought this was really interesting. Uh, uh, and then Will Brinson mentions it in his week in one of his weekly columns, uh, Will Brinson for CBS Sports. According to the NFL database from OddsShark.com, there have been 91 teams to start 0-2 two since 2007. That is in the last 11 years. Only 10 of those teams teams. So 10.9% for those of you who are math nerds out there, have managed to make that postseason after starting out 0-2. It happened last year. The New Orleans Saints were 0-2 yes, after were. Week 2, and they made the playoffs. It happened in 2016. The Miami Dolphins went 0-2 and made the playoffs. In 2015, the Texans and the Seahawks. In 2014, the Colts. So it's
1: been done recently. It has been done recently, and we're going to tell you right now which one of these seven 0-2 teams will do it this year. It seems on Likely, but it has happened over and over again. So there are seven, seven 0 2 teams, four of which are in the NFC the Arizona Cardinals, the Detroit Lions, the New York Football Giants, and the Seattle Seahawks. The three in the AFC the Houston Texans, Buffalo Bills, Oakland Raiders. Dangles, we're going to come back to you, my friend. Out of those seven 0 2 teams, which one will make the playoffs?
0: Wow, this is a, a complete dumpster fire of teams. Not um, good. No, I don't. I don't love this. You know, I wish I could sort of do a fun turn of phrase here and it's be like, "Well, difficult. you guys know the only team that has started out zero and two and went on to win the Super Bowl is the 2007 New York Giants, and I think they're going to do it this year." But I can't say that because the Sa- the the New York Giants, Alex, I'm really sorry, fucked up big time drafting Saquon Barkley second overall. I don't know about fucked uh, up big time, I but Eli Manning is not I the answer, think, as we've been I, saying look, for Saquon years. Saquon Barkley is a once in a generation talent. They should drafted a quarterback with two or three of them still out there, and the way that they're starting out playing, like Sam Darnold, for example, uh, that, I don't know, I, I I think they messed up. I'm going to go with the Houston Texans. Um, I think I agree with you. I, you know, I don't love the way that they've played the first couple of weeks. No. I don't know what happened to Deshaun Watson. He looks like a completely different player than he did last year. Uh, they were able to climb back into the game in week one against the Patriots after an abysmal first half. I just have faith in, in Deshaun Watson and uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins who, who I think might potentially be the best wide receiver in the NFL just way, the way things are going right now because the wheels are falling off of Antonio Brown right now. The Giants stink, and Odell Beckham Jr. is not putting stats on I, I, I mean, uh, yeah.
1: I agree with you in the Houston thing. I just think it's a rust thing. I just think it's a tempo. It's a swagger thing. Once Houston gets going, I think they are, out of these seven teams, the one most likely to get their mojo back and win some games. Brian?
2: I agree 100%. I don't want to get too uh, ridiculous, but I, I do also think that uh, they're, they're – uh, their schedule is very friendly. Their next couple games, New York Giants, Indianapolis Colts, Dallas Cowboys, Buffalo Bills. That could be four straight wins right there. That, that could be a, that four could be a turn team. right there, yep, right absolutely. around. And I think uh, I will actually put a little asterisk. I'll even say, don't don't count out the Arizona Cardinals if Josh Rosen comes into this team and, 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 that, and, and infuses, at least, it's not a very good division right now. Seattle Seahawks, 49ers. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's, 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 it's a quarterback away for making things a different, different team.
1: Yeah, you never know. I mean, look at uh, what San Fran did last year. Jimmy G comes in, they win the last six. Like, look, look what Deshaun Watson exactly. Look Watson did to the Houston Texans last so year. So it's good that we're talking about the 0-2 teams because after the break, we're going to play everyone's favorite game. It's time to kill off one of these 0-2 teams and play Gravestones. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to everyone's favorite game. This is Gravestones. As you know, this is the game where each week, a host takes an NFL team and buries them into the ground, stating that they will not make the playoffs at the end of the season. This is week three of the gravestones, meaning each host has killed off two teams already. And the way this game works, once a host picks a team, the other hosts cannot choose that team that week. This week, up first, is yours truly. And gentlemen, the conference we will be killing today is the AFC. So earlier this season, I've killed off the Cincinnati Bengals. Not looking good, folks. (laughs) But this week, I will kill off a team that has just looked like poop and that is the Oakland Raiders. I think the Oakland Raiders are shite. I think they actually play in a very good division and John Gruden is not making playoffs in year one. Brian, you are up second. You have killed off the Buffalo Bills. You cannot kill the Oakland Raiders. Who do you choose? I will be selecting the New York Jets. Really?
2: I do not believe that Sam Darnold will be the rookie that carries this team to a wild-card berth. Wow. With the likes of the Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots, and the other unknown teams in the AFC North, oh, man. the Jacksonville Jaguars, Tennessee Titans, I could go on and on and on with wow. the AFC West. Wow. Good night,
1: Sam Darnold. Au revoir. Maybe next year. I do believe you're just paying him back for whipping your lion's ass. Fuck him a couple Mondays ago. Dangles, you have not killed any team in the AFC yet. You cannot touch Oakland or New York. I do believe I know where you're going. Take the floor.
0: This week, I will be fulfilling a promise I made to my sister and killing the Buffalo Bills. Yes. I'm very excited to watch the rest of the season because, as you all know, no one circles the wagons quite like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I promised my sister Elizabeth earlier this week that I would kill the Bills on gravestones this week, a decision that she, a Buffalo resident, fully supports. The Buffalo Bills do not have a quarterback, they don't seem to have a running game, and they are so bad that one of their cornerbacks quit at halftime in the game against the Chargers this last week. They are absolutely not making the playoffs in any universe. And with that,
1: that is it for our edition of Gravestones. and welcome. Time to turn the volume back up. It is time for the weekly pick'em on the Left Coasters podcast. Brian, the ballerina Balzarini, my friend. Yes. you did well this week. Me and you both went eight and seven, but you are now still in third place after being the two-time defending champion after week two. Anything to say for yourself?
2: I got a lot of ground to go. Uh, I have no no issue with where I'm at. I'm just getting my groove. This next week's going to be,
1: I think, where I, I take the He's uh, Take the lead. He's ready. So yeah. I stand uh, tied with Dangles at 16 and 14. The numbers are off because we counted the. T- we took them away so 16 and 14 for me and dangles brian is 14 and 16 our guest host last week benjamin david fink 10 and 5 Ten and five. Wow, that's a, that's a, we, we uh, made high fun bar. Of we made fun of him for a lot of picks. He was the only one to take Tennessee. He was the only one to take Indy, and he won all those games. Ten and five is a high bar to start off. our right, guest, guest hosts. hosts. We're gonna have a couple guest hosts the next few weeks as Brian and I are, are making moves. Some making moves out of town. We're gonna have some fun, but ten and five is the bar to go to. We'll see who can match it. So we've all taken in the battle for LA. I have uh, Dangles taking the Chargers. Uh, Brian and I took the Rams. Other than that, all of the fifteen games we are ready to go through right now. So Brian, take us away here. Here we go. Thursday, September 20th, we have
2: the New York Jets at your Cleveland Browns, ladies and gentlemen. Big game. I texted you guys earlier
0: this week. It's Is it weird that I'm super excited for this game? Yes. You know know why? I'm so
2: excited for this dumpster fire of a Thursday night football game. The Brownies might get a win this week. I no. think they
0: might. No. I really do.
2: No. I'm calling it Browns. I, I'm
0: picking the Browns too. Okay. I it. like I like it this week. This Browns. is a breakout week for Antonio <laughs> <This is> Callaway. <laughs> he I'm had call- a great week he last week. He had an excellent week last week. I-, I think the kid has a lot of talent, and with Josh Gordon no longer in the mix in Cleveland, he's gonna have a hole to step up in because there is no second man. it's it's, it's Jarvis Landry and then it's a
2: free for all no, in the wide receiving court. Do not underestimate this Cleveland Brown defense. They are a wonderful, wonderful front front defensive front. I think they're going to give the New New York Jets, everything and more, and they're going to make Sam Darnold's life living hell.
1: I don't trust Tyrod Taylor. I trust Sam Darnold. I'm going with the Jets on a quick week That's Thursday. such a
0: backwards thing for you to say. I don't trust the guy who's been an he's NFL quarterback He's not. He's played like really bad these past two years. games. Yeah, the first
1: two games he's played really bad. Darnold has not. They've both made equal amount of st- mistakes. What are you talking about?
2: Sam Darnold threw two interceptions last game against the Miami fucking Dolphins.
1: T- Tyrod Taylor's thrown his share of interceptions as well. One of them's a rookie that will make those mistakes. The other one's a proven Sam veteran Sam Darnold shouldn't beat the, the fucking mistakes. Detroit Lions who can't get out of their own Wade, the, the, the Sam Cleveland Daniels and is Cleveland not hasn't beaten anybody. I think Cleveland's on the same level as these Detroit Lions, and I think the Jets are going to win on Thursday. Uh, and I think Baker Mayfield's coming Week Four. I, I have been I'm telling you that I right I now. I don't much, disagree
2: with that, but I I do, I do not think the
1: Cleveland this Browns is the end of to the Giants. Taylor I have been
0: much more impressed with the effort that the Cleveland Browns have put forward as a po- in the games that they have played, both of which they were very close to winning, as opposed to the Detroit Lions, who looked like they were playing a different
1: sport. than than the New York Jets JV were in week football. one. Let's move on. This is too much to talk about the Jets Browns Thursday night yeah. matchup. Absolutely. Move right. on. I'm All going right. with the it's Jets. Be a
2: now, in a complete reversal, the New Orleans Saints at the Atlanta Falcons starting off on Sunday, September 23rd. That's, that's a the, hell of a Sunday that, matchup. That's a game. great game. Golly. That's a great game.
1: Golly, who's hosting this game? Falcons. Okay. Uh, Atlanta looked good. They did what they were supposed to do against Carolina. New Orleans, uh, they picked up a win. I mean, you can't really say anything more than that. New Orleans starting off a little bit slow. I think New Orleans gets it together. I'm picking the upset. I'm going with New Orleans over Atlanta.
0: You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with home field advantage here. I'm gonna take the Atlanta Falcons. I think I think that the Saints are ripe for the picking.
2: I think the Atlanta Falcons are gonna win this game because the defense for the New Orleans Saints looks putrid. They're in trouble. Two years ago, they were the worst defense, and they're back at it. I don't know what's happened.
0: Last year, it just doesn't make any sense. The last half of last year, they were erasing. offenses. Every team they play. The pass rush
2: isn't there. There's something about the pass rush that isn't working for the New Orleans Saints. So We'll see what happens, but that's going to be
1: an interesting game altogether. Uh, Next, we have the Green Bay Packers at the Washington Redskins. This is a scary game for Green Bay. I'm not going to lie to you. Green Bay should have won this game against Minnesota. I don't want to get into the fact that there were three interceptions from Kirk Cousins. One was called back by a terrible call. The other one was dropped by my player. Uh, Kirk Cousins did not win that game in Green Bay. shouldn't have been a tie. I hate ties. I'm angry about it, but Washington's better than they played last week against Indy, and I think this is a team, Alex Smith especially. Alex Smith can pick apart my defense if we don't get to him. I'm a little bit worried about this game. I'm picking the Packers because I'm a homer, but I'm interested to see what you two have to say.
0: I think the Redskins are bad. Uh, (laughs) 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 I think the Redskins are not a good football team. (laughs) I think that the Packers are potentially a good football team as long as Aaron
1: Rodgers stays healthy. I think the Packers come in and, and, and steal one here. Do you guys think Rodgers is playing with a legit injury in the leg more than just a bruise? Because I truly think he is. Oh, yes. absolutely. You know, Phil Rivers not too long ago played in the playoffs with a torn ACL.
2: I don't know if he's got anything torn. I would be I wouldn't be shocked if he had any kind of like, what do they, what do they say? Strain, but they also say uh, uh, slightly like uh, a slight tear or slight something. Slight tear.
1: Because once you tear it, you can't hurt it anymore. Correct. It's just pain. It's Correct. just all about pain. And once you have surgery, you have to stay off of it. I'm a little bit worried that Aaron's legitimately hurt. And if we fall out of playoff contention, you're going to see him go down immediately, IR, uh, surgery, and the like. I'm really worried about it. Well, this is why
2: you have this guy, though. He's This is what he's born to do. He's, he's going to go out there. He's going to play play if he can because they're still in contention. It's an early season. He's going to lead his team. He knows he's how this is going to go. All right. But let's, it's, uh, but, let's move on. But it's, yeah. It, it, I don't think you have any worry out of the Washington Redskins because I think uh, Dangles is spot the fuck out. <laughs> uh, next, we've got the Indianapolis Colts and the Philadelphia
1: Eagles. What is going on with the freaking Eagles? Colts. It's Falls. Their defense is solid. It's all about Foles, and they're missing some players on and the wide receiver game. They got like some it's, players it's hurt. It's just Nelson Aguilar for them. Uh Foles has not been able to find Thank Ertz. You, they're Nelson. they're they're focusing on Ertz. Uh, I think Philly wins this game because the return of the king, Carson Wentz is back. He was the MVP last year before he went out.
2: I'm gonna go with Philadelphia too. I think the Indianapolis Colts again another shitty team
1: dangles. I don't. I, I disagree with that. In, uh, Tw- and, Andrew's no. back. Luck can play.
2: He has nobody around him. He's um, not he's I agree he's with you not him. Aaron Rodgers. That's the problem is that there's no
0: run game in Indianapolis Zero. and it's all it's all on and that's going to be the problem for them going forward is that every week it's going to be on Andrew Luck to beat these teams with his arm because he's not going to be able to take any pressure off same the pass game ever was. because same as it ever was because Marlon Mack is not a bell cow back. I'm picking the Philadelphia Eagles here for sure. I okay. think especially with Carson Wentz back it gives him the edge. Next we've got
2: the uh Vonte Davis list bills <laughs> versus the
1: minnesota vikings i mean minnesota is gonna win this for game.
0: those of you who didn't tune into our first episode this week or didn't watch the uh, uh football games this sunday Vontae davis longtime nfl uh, defender played with the colts for a long time uh was staring down the barrel of the rest of his season with the <laughs> buffalo bills and decided at halftime in the game against the chargers you know what fuck this i quit i'm gonna hang up the cleats i'm going out for a bottle of milk and a pack of smokes and i'm never coming back so you know what was
1: interesting about that and i actually think it was a little bit of shady moves by Vontae davis he was suspended week one for uh, uh going against team activities and he so week two was his first game on the field and playing and being on a starting nfl roster guaranteed him five million dollars just for showing up and then at halftime he took that five million and went home so good for you Vontae. was that in effect week one he didn't play. He wasn't. But he on the didn't team. play. But, the, yeah. but, the, but as soon as he started a game, he got that bonus. What? And so then, he got there and, and he deuces. played a half, and he See was like, later. "Nope, not doing uh, it." Who, what, what a day. Who <laughs> are you picking, Minnesota or Buffalo?
0: Uh, I'm taking Minnesota here. It would be miraculous for the Buffalo
2: Bills to win this game, especially in Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. All right. So we got the Oakland Raiders at the Miami
1: Dolphins. Oakland needs to start winning games if they if they want to even have contention. I killed them in gravestones, but who's for real? Miami or Oakland's like grasp of of civility here. What's going on? I don't think Adam Gase is a good head coach still. Really?
0: I think John Gruden is a better head coach still. I think the Raiders are going to have to turn this around eventually because Gruden's name is only going to be able to get him so far. He was brought to Oakland to win. They have the pieces to win, or at least in the offseason, even with with Khalil Mack still on that team, I think they felt like they were a team that could compete for an AFC West title at the very least a playoff berth. Now – I have a lot of concerns about that defense. So are they 0-3 or are they 1-2? Uh, I, I think the Raiders win, though. I think okay. they snitch, uh, snatch one away from the Dolphins. Uh, it's not going
1: to be easy, though. Miami is always really tough at home. I am somehow picking Miami to go 3-0, and which boggles my mind. Miami wins this game. I'm
2: going to go with Oakland, and I, I think it's going to be uh, one of those games that when you look at the ticker, you're going to go, eh, that makes sense. I
1: have no I, Nothing would surprise me out of this game.
2: I, I also think we need to give a little bit of credit. The new head coaches in this league— the Matt Patricias, the John Grudens, the uh, – who else? Who else are some of the Vrabels? These coaches aren't doing well. Nope. You know, they're, they're, it's they're, tough. It's, no, it's tough. They have ve- a
0: losing record as a collective.
2: It's very difficult. You know, Mr. Shermer for the New York Giants, a lot of these teams are not doing well. <laughs> and I, and, I think, and I think John Gruden actually might be doing the best out of all of them, okay. if, that, if that makes any sense. I probably go with
1: Matt Nagy, but still, keep going. Eh. Next, we've got the Denver Broncos at the Baltimore Ravens. Hey, uh, somebody on this podcast told you Denver was for real, and hey, it showed up. I remember you guys saying, I can't wait to rub it in your face next week when it's Denver only been, loses it's that al- game. It's
0: only been two games. Pull uh, cool, your jets there, I'm Cavallo.
1: Just, I'll tell you know, what I think about that. I'm picking the Baltimore Ravens. Go for it. I think Baltimore's a lot better than they played Thursday. I think they're going to come out very angrily, but I'm going with Denver. I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore wins this. Though.
0: This
2: would be nothing more than a Baltimore move to kick the shit out of the Denver Broncos. Yeah,
0: Baltimore is going to be angry. Uh, this is really going to depend on whether or not the Ravens can keep the, defen- uh, the Broncos pass rush out of the backfield because it's Joe Fl- Joe Flacco looks as bad as he's ever
1: yeah. been this season. he's a terrible road I quarterback. I really, I honestly, his, uh, his his record at, on road games is uh, I atrocious. I, I just don't know how you guys didn't see this coming. Von Miller is Von Miller, and Bradley Chubb was the best defender coming out of college. So putting them together is scary. Yeah, I but I f- I
0: still need more of a Case sample. Keenum. I still need more of a sample size, and I still need to see more of whether Case Keenum is actually for real or not because he doesn't have a lot of weapons. Maybe the biggest surprise have a lot of we- maybe the biggest surprise out of the NFL season so Phillip far Lindsay. this year is Philip Lindsay out of sure. the back. But he can't keep it up.
1: But he won't be able to do it all himself. He can't keep it up. Yeah, guys, I don't want to spend this long on this, but why can't they keep it up? Their offensive line is really good and Royce Freeman. No, they're not. Yes they are. Look at the averages for both of the running backs. Royce Freeman's running two, that's not luck. That is offensive line and game planning. And Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders together are still very very good at wide receiver. Demarius, the possession, Emmanuel the long guy. Case Keenum can sling it. This team's for real. I can't wait to continue to be right
0: on this. Who are you picking? I'm still picking the Broncos to win this one and uh, snatch one away from the Ravens, but uh, I don't know that I believe that the Broncos are real, especially in that AFC West. I don't think the
1: Broncos can beat the, 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 the the Chiefs and all them, but I think they're a playoff team. Moving on. All right, here we go. Cincinnati Bengals at the Carolina Panthers. Cincinnati I don't believe is a playoff team, so I'm going with Carolina. This one's interesting. I
0: think them losing Joe Mixon makes this a little bit more difficult for them. I might be willing to pick them if Joe Mixon were still in the Mixon. He's out for two. Weeks? He's out for well. I know that was such a dad joke. I know. Um, I don't know that. I don't know that they know. He so he had this procedure done this past Saturday to remove a particle in his leg that had become dislodged. But it, it happened. Good. It happened on a the, the surgery. The procedure happened on a Saturday, which makes me think it's probably going to be like three weeks instead of two, just because of the timing of it all. I wouldn't be surprised to see him out Jimmy for Carolina. a month, especially since he's kind of their franchise player at this point. Uh, they're not going to want to put him back on the field until he's absolutely ready to go. Do you? Devonnie Bernard, capable? Can A.J. Green replicate his three-touchdown performance from Thursday night? I don't know. I also don't believe that the Bengals are real. Plus, the Panthers get Thomas Davis back. I'm picking the Cats.
2: I'll pick the Carolina Panthers as well.
0: Tony... Wait, I should say I'm picking the Panthers. They're both cats.
2: Next, we have the New York Giants at the Houston Texans. Two 0-2 teams. Yep. Somebody's going to be 0-3 uh, after this. This is a must-win for
0: both of these
2: LJ, squads. I'm really
1: sorry. They absolutely uh, have to I, I, win. I try, I'm telling everybody the Giants are going to stink. Oh, Nobody argued with that. I Eli told you Manning. the Giants. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think anybody. Stin- nobody
2: e- argued against no, that. No, I don't think
0: so. Eli just, Manning stinks. I said earlier in this podcast, I think that the Giants screwed up big time not taking a
1: quarterback uh, uh, I'm in going the draft. Bo- bo- To bring it around, though, both of these teams have looked terrible at the beginning of the season but I'm going with the home team. I think Deshaun Watson is better and needs to show up. I'm going with Houston. Houston. Same. Houston. Next we have the Tennessee Titans at the upstart. Jacksonville
2: Jaguars. I want to point out, I got razzed last episode for picking the Jaguars over the Patriots. Yes, you did. How, does, how do you feel about the Jacksonville Jaguars? <laughs>
1: do you? Do you uh, are you on board yet? Listen, they won that game. They absolutely won that game. They didn't just win that game. Blake Bortles looked like a fucking different person. They uh, they played extremely well. They did everything correct. I think New England is the walking wounded right now, and uh, Jacksonville got them at the perfect time. As uh, for this game, though, Tennessee's defense uh, is for real. I don't think Tennessee's offense is very good, but if Blaine Gabbert can win a football game, that's because the defense <laughs> stifles the other side. This is going to be a low-scoring matchup, and it's going to be interesting to see who wins punching each other in the mouth over and over again. A heavyweight fight on the defensive side. Who are you picking, Blaine Gabbert? Back at the Jacksonville Jaguars, by the way. if all
2: you know, that's what a, I'm full saying. Full circle like, here. <laughs> (laughs) Jacksonville Jaguars are going to destroy, (laughs) destroy Blaine Gabbert. And and, by the (laughs) way, this offensive line, this offensive
1: line is hurt bad. Conklin, out. Uh, uh yeah, what's his face? The, who's the left tackle? Taylor Lewan. Taylor Lewan gone. I think I think Jacksonville wins as well, but I think it's a it's a slog them out game.
2: They have so many guys running through this fucking uh, uh defensive line. They're, they're, I just don't see anybody stopping them. I just don't.
0: Keep your ears open for when Blaine Gabbert gets sacked, and he will get sacked. Mm. That stadium is going to cheer mm. like you would not believe. Poor they Gabbard. hated him when he was in Jacksonville, oh, and they still he hate him now. He got the shit end the
1: stick in Jacksonville those years. He, he was he, he an awful worst that before
0: being a terrible quarterback as well. Um, I'm also going to pick the Jaguars. I'm in the exact same place as I have been since the start of the season with them. Their defense are world beaters. They're the best out there and their offense is streaky and depends entirely without Leonard Fournette in the mix on whether or not Blake Bortles shows up and is Blake Bortles against the Patriots who was beating guys downfield or whether he's Blake Bortles in week one or uh, in the playoff game against the Bills last
2: year that they won 10-3. I I wonder if we saw a flip of the switch last year with Blaine Gabbert. Because recall, Blaine Gabbert had a good stretch down the end of the uh, of the season. He's kind of carried that into the season. I wonder if we're going to start seeing a more consistent Blaine Gabbert. This is going to be a an interesting game to see if we get that uh, out of this young man. Next, we've got the San Francisco 49ers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Hell of a game. Guys, is Jimmy G okay? Hell of a game. Like, like he had a rough day against, uh,
0: Lions. Uh, against the Lions. The he Lions. Threw three interceptions against that Lions defense. Should we be, if you're a 49ers fan, no. are you hitting the panic button on Jimmy G? No. He has no receivers.
2: Goodwin is out. He has zero people to Pierre throw Gosson the ball to.
1: can't it. play anymore. George Kittle wouldn't make most of the squads in the NFL. They just run so many options to the tight end that he's getting those fantasy points. I think Jimmy G's for real, but I think Kansas City is for real. I think Sam Fran's going to make this game Dude, competitive. their defense isn't very good. Kansas City wins this game.
0: Kansas City does win this game, but I would be concerned uh, about that defense. They're missing Eric Berry. Marcus Peters is yep. obviously gone. Derek Johnson is no longer in the mix there. Uh, so, Doesn't I mean, matter. you're kind of looking at Justin Houston as the guy on Listen, that defense. It, in
1: the, if I was in the playoffs in January when you need a defense to win games, I'd be worried. Kansas City's offense is going to win them a lot of games early.
0: I I agree. I think ultimately they do win this. Tyreek Hill looks as good as he has ever looked. Kareem Hunt is in midseason form. And holy Jesus, Patrick Mahomes. Unbelievable. Still, I still say exactly what I said during the quarterback show last season, which is, let's not anoint him yet. It's only been two games. He has been stellar. I don't think anybody's ever done what he's done in the first two games. Never. I think he's got 10 touchdown passes through the first two games. That's really impressive. 55. I'm not saying he can't play. I'm not saying he's no good. I'm saying let's not coronate sure. the kid
1: just yet. Sure, he's uh sure. We'll we'll, we'll let you down. He's, we'll, we'll he's on pace he's
2: on pace to make he's on pace to to complete 55 touchdowns. It's only
1: never been done before, but sure he's not very good. Brian that's not what, what I said. What are said. you picking? That's
2: not what I said. No, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. And currently Patrick Mahomes sits uh, atop the league with the highest QBR. Number two, Mr. Fitzpatrick at 95.1. <laughs> well. Number three, Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Blake if you told man. me those three guys could were going to be, be the top of the list, never would have believed you. Uh, never you. Believed Blake you. Bortles
0: gets so much shit for no reason whatsoever. Eventually, you just got to use it to motivate
2: you. Don't care. He still stinks. Can't wait. Kansas to bet City Chiefs. Him. All, all right, right, moving on. Next, we've got the uh, Cowboys at the Seahawks. Start of the afternoon games. Yikes! I'm so disappointed in the Seahawks. I know they I have a terrible too. offensive line. I know they don't have too. much of a running game. I know they don't, but they've always managed to do something with nothing, and it's just not happening for this this year. I think this is where I I, I don't know. I just I feel like the uh, Cowboys win this game.
1: I'm going with Dallas too, only because I I I've said in the beginning of the season for some reason I think Dallas is a feisty team this year, but they haven't looked feisty. Terrible at all. offense. I don't think uh, I think it's all falling apart for Seattle. I could easily see Seattle win this game, but I'm going with my preseason prediction of Dallas being good.
0: Look, every great racehorse eventually gets run into the ground. Eventually, you got to retire him. The Seahawks, I don't think there is a team in the NFL that has asked a single player to do more during his career by himself with no help than the Seahawks have asked of Russell Wilson. And it's starting to show. He got away with it for a few years, but teams know how to game plan for him now. There is still that sort of innovation that he brings to things. But this, this this is bad. And they're calling the Legion of Boom now the Legion of whom? There's Three players that remain on that team uh, and from Ugh. the original Legion of Boom. K.J. Wright, Bobby Wagner, and Earl Thomas. Everybody else is gone. Uh, that said, the Cowboys don't have an offense. Uh, they have no receivers to throw to, and Dak Prescott looks awful. Their defense isn't any good either. They don't have Jason Witten anymore. Uh, I like Seattle to win this at home. They're always tough
2: to beat at CenturyLink. All right. All right. Uh, next, we have the Chicago
1: Bears at
2: the Arizona Cardinals. I, I, I don't Are the th-
1: Bears for real? I don't think I—no. Then again, I've had, I was about to say, I don't think I've been more wrong about a team than I have about Chicago. I still think Mr. Trubisky stinks. I do think Khalil Mack is a legit game-changer. That defense that oh, playmakers to start with, adding Khalil there, made them elite. Made them elite on the defensive side uh, of the ball. I think they beat Arizona because Arizona might be the worst team in the league.
0: Akeem Hicks, in a post-game interview talking about uh, uh, what he brings, what he being uh, he being Khalil Mack brings— says he's the kind of guy who goes it's something paraphrasing he goes out there and the kind of stuff he does it makes you want to retire <laughs> like he's oh he only makes the guys around him better guys see what he is doing just tearing up and it, and it was another first week he absolutely tortured brian balaga second in the, we, in the first uh, yeah. sec, second week it was uh, uh jerome Fetti that left tackle got absolutely tortured all game long and it makes the other guys play harder uh i think the bears defense is absolutely for real i'm loving the innovation i'm seeing uh in matt nagy's offense i don't think that should come as any surprise if you're familiar with him i'm picking the bears to win this game
2: i am unfortunately picking the bears too i wonder i wonder i wonder if this game is anything like the la rams game and arizona is Uncompetitive, un- yep. you know, for the yep. first half of the game. I really hope we see Josh. Rosen. I, I, I wonder if this I wouldn't is the game. put him against Chicago. I wouldn't. Why well, wouldn't wouldn't put him, put him, against, him against, against the Rams? I wouldn't put him.
0: A- That's a good point. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Why? Yeah, you I, mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't.
2: I wouldn't put him up there too. No. But here's the point: is you gotta, you gotta start putting points up if on the board. If it's 34 nothing in the third quarter, Khalil Mack's not gonna be in the game. Yeah, true. All That's right, moving on. That might be the deciding factor. Uh, next, we have the. New England Patriots at the Detroit Lions at 8.20 Eastern Standard Time, 5.20 Pacific.
1: I was waiting for this game, guys. Mm. Waiting for what? I was waiting for this game. Mm. I've had a feeling about this game all week, and I I know I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, There is nobody that knows Josh McDaniels better than Matt Patricia. I think this Detroit team stinks. I've been on them stinking the whole time. Uh, Their wide receivers are better than the defensive backs and the Patriots. Their defensive backs are better than the Patriots' wide receivers. And again, the game planning is on Matt Patricia's side. Belichick is a god, but Matt Patricia planning against no one knows Brady and McDaniels better in the league than this man. Now, you can say Eric Mangini lost. You can say all these other people have lost when playing the Patriots. I think Detroit is going to be the hungriest they have been all year. And if they lose this game, the season and the career of Matt Patricia as a head coach could be over. Over. I am picking Detroit for the upset I think New England limps into the start of this league I don't I don't think that New England is a bad team I just think one and two for New England is a is a scary start and I think it happens I'm going with Detroit
0: I don't know that New England is necessarily a good team Team just yet though. Either. I don't think they're I New mean, England yet. No, no, they're definitely not. I mean, and and again, you know, you take Tom Brady out of the mix, and this is potentially one of the worst teams in the NFL. Like, I mean, that's just what Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback in the history of football, brings to this New England Patriots team. I, I think you can flip that on its head, though, Tony. Your point about McDaniels is, uh, 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 you know, Patricia knowing McDaniels as well as anybody. I think the Patriots coaching staff knows Matt Patricia just as well as anybody in the NFL as well. They're going to know how to game plan for his defense. They're going to know the types of schemes. And the types of game, the, the kind of game script that Matt's going to be throwing together in the week ahead, uh, I think that gives them the advantage. Uh, I don't think Josh Gordon ultimately su- suits up for this game for the Patriots because their offense is is incredibly complex, yeah. and it's going to take him a while to sort of understand some of the. I, I, what I'm hoping they'll do this week is have him come in and go through the playbook and say, "Okay, here's like 10 plays that I ran in Cleveland or that I'm familiar with. We can start here." I don't know that we're going to see much, if any, of him at all. I'd be surprised, like I said, if he suits up. Um, but I love the upside he brings to this team. I do uh, The Patriots gave away a fifth round pick for this. They get a seventh rounder if Josh doesn't, uh, uh, if uh, Gordon doesn't suit up for 10 games. I think what they gave up to get him with the amount of upside he potentially has was pennies on the dollar. Sure. I could not be more excited for this fit. I understand all of the offseason issues, uh, but. Th- him and Julian Edelman if they can figure out a rhythm and if Tom Brady and a lot of this is also going to depend on how he jives with Tom Brady because Tom you know loves to spread the ball around He's he has a huge say in who's out there on the field with him and what that offense looks like if he gets into a rapport with Josh Gordon and he likes the way that their their chemistry is working I expect to see him getting a lot of targets especially in the red zone at 6'3", 225 he is a quarterback's dream in the red yeah, zone.
1: You're all right. It's right. You're all correct. All those stats are correct. The problem is the so uh, when you ask me, do you think Josh Gordon will have a positive impact on the New England Patriots this season, I hear Vince McMahon's music saying, no chance, that's what you got. <laughs> uh, I think Josh Gordon is a joke. I think it's been five years since he was a relevant player. I don't I don't take the two, the two games he played last season. I think Cleveland is even more of five, a joke but- with the way they handled the whole situation. I think Cleveland saying they're going to release somebody and then saying, no, we're going to try and trade him after he didn't show up to a meeting and he could have been a little bit high. I just... Cleveland stinks, and it's a shitty run organization. The Patriots, again, no risk getting this team, getting this player. I think Josh Gordon is out of the league by the end of this season. Uh, You're picking the Patriots, though? Yeah. And Brian?
2: I don't have any doubt that Belichick is going to completely dismantle Jim Bob Cooter's infantile (laughs) offense. (laughs) This team is a five-alarm-fired fucking dumpster fire. This is a terrible team. Uh, they do not have a lot going for them, their defense. Tom Brady's going to put up points on this team. It, when, when Brito runs for 165 yards uh, on you, just about everybody, fantasy tip for everybody, New England Patriots are going to be putting up a lot of points. Uh, sign everybody. The, get everybody on. Everybody. Get everybody on your roster because there's going to be so many points on this fucking board. And Jim Bob Cooter, unable to 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 run an NFL-style offense that gives anybody any any uh, fits on defense, it's it's going to be a bloodbath. What
0: the one. Well, I was just going to say the one last caveat I'll add before we move on from this is uh, if I think the X-factor for the Lions in this game is Kenny Galladay. He's awesome. If he, He's if awesome. he, because the Patriots secondary is. Really bad. That's what I was guys. saying. I think it's, I think it's, it's a really bad. And I, I think Matt I Stafford
1: I keeps up with do Matt Stafford's been shit for I two games. I do
0: not understand why Eric Rowe has a job in the NFL and Eric Reed does not. It blows my fucking mind. I've never, ever made it a secret how much I dislike Eric Rowe on this show. I haven't liked him anymore on the season. I don't know why he keeps getting on the roster. That Patriots secondary is full of holes. And if uh, Galladay can take advantage of that, he's a big guy. He's and, hard to cover. The Patriots' backs uh, are small.
1: Not going to lie, there's not a lot of guys in the league more shifty than golden tate still he still makes the first man miss every time i think P- patriots are in for a rough awakening with this detroit they need offense. to
2: keep the offense in check but let's move to monday monday night the pittsburgh steelers at the tampa bay buccaneers
1: this is a hell here's of another monday here's another nobody
2: nobody put nobody scheduled that here this no, is the real
1: deal game. no no they, they absolutely scheduled it and said well, this, is this is definitely a 2-0 team against a team that hasn't won yet but it's the roles reversed there you go <laughs> so
0: two big two big storyline questions coming out of this game First one. Uh, would be, should we be hitting the panic button on the Pittsburgh Steelers at 0-1 and 1 and with no defense, uh, with no running back, uh, and their other best player blowing no, up on the sidelines and coaches. Oh, I'm sorry, back. you're right. James Conner well, can play. James Conner, that old line makes any running James back look James Conner good. can play, he's not Le'Veon Bell. I think yes. we can all agree yes. on that. Yes. Antonio Brown blowing up on the sideline and then responding to a tweet from a former Pittsburgh PR staffer who suggested that the only reason that A.B. was any good was because Ben made the Steelers pay him and and that he wouldn't be as good on any other team. And team and AB tweeted back, "Trade me. Let's find out."
1: Listen, I uh, I, I think Mike Tomlin runs a uh, 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 he's a players' coach. He allows them to have their personalities also, and and be be a person, be a man, and do what you want. This is what happens when emotions run out of check. But I think Pittsburgh is going to turn around and win this game. AB didn't show up for work on Monday either. I, I understand that. I, I don't care. Really? I, ha- hashtag don't care. Not at team facility on Monday. I, hashtag don't care. The 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 Pittsburgh Steelers are good enough to beat Tampa. Tampa Bay. I don't believe I Tampa Bay is for real. I think there's trouble in paradise here. Are you guys picking Pittsburgh to go o two and one? Yeah, I am. After, you picking after Tampa I, Bay? A,
2: after I heard that, yes, I am. Okay. I think you there's cannot, trouble in what, paradise. What's that? What's that uh, uh, saying? Uh, can't can't. Can't play him, can't win, can't win can't with him. Can't
1: win with him, can't lose with him. Yeah,
2: okay. It, it goes back to the jo- Josh Gordon problem. If you can't get the guy in the fucking locker room and get his head straight I think and, and play well still, when you're yelling at your head coach and whatever, if, nah. Even if Antonio
1: nah. Brown sits and Le'Veon Bell doesn't show up to work, I still think there's more talent on this Pittsburgh team than Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay, they're going to score some points. Pittsburgh will score more. Dangles, who are you picking?
0: Uh, this is,
1: uh, Tampa Bay, is, Bay, right? The, yes. yeah, oh, is. this
0: is, and, and then well, we can get, maybe we can get to the other, the second storyline question that I brought up uh, shortly after, uh, after we make the picks. Uh, uh, I like the
2: Bucks to stay hot here. Hot take. OJ Howard is going to have the biggest fucking game of his life against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've been waiting for him to pop off since last year being drafted in the first round. This guy has a quarterback who can get him the ball. Look out,
1: O.J. Howard. All right, well, hey, we uh, uh, you, well, you two are alike in a lot of these games. Uh, I am different in a lot. I'm either going to be far ahead or back into third place after this week. We'll see what happens. Real quick, last question. Uh, after this game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Steelers,
0: Jameis Winston is eligible to return to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers sideline. If they're 3 and 0, you keep going if with Ryan. If they're 3 and 0, I don't think you can sit Ryan no. Fitzpatrick Not even though all. this guy no. is a first round pick. Question be if they're 2 and 1. I think I mean but so then the question becomes how long does Ryan Fitzpatrick stay in the game? Is he the starter for the rest of the season? I think he's only in until he stops winning. I think the minute that he stops performing and putting up numbers and history suggests that that's eventually going to happen and he is going to come back to earth, then I think you see Jameis Winston shift back in. But you can't take the hot hand out now. It's
1: it's going to be be week four. It's going to be week four Jameis Winston starting the game, and I still think Dirk Cutter gets fired at the end of all this. I think Jameis Winston comes in and his team falls apart. I really do. I think Tampa Bay got lucky. It is held up by glue a little bit, but yeah. but you got to understand
2: that their fucking weapons on that offense. Aside from the running game, I understand no, that. No, they have weapons. They've got right. weapons and they've got a chance. And their offensive line is playing well.
1: But that is it for the Thursday show, week three of the Left Coasters podcast. Again, Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, Brian, the ballerina Balzarini. A hell of a show. A hell of a show. This week, the battle for Los Angeles takes place. And I'm so excited to watch some football this week. Thank you all for joining again. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, The Left Coasters Podcast, SoundCloud, The Left Coasters Podcast. Thank you for listening, and as always, ram it.